Oh, hey, is this not our ASMR podcast? We are recording in the wrong file. Check out our ASMR podcast, guys. We just breathe into the microphone for like an hour and a half. It's lit as hell. And sexy. But anyway, we are not ASMRing right now. We are apparently on the talk. Today, we're going to be talking about the infamous, the one and only Fire Music Festival. Fire Festival? We were just we were just chilling yesterday, and we watched this crazy documentary. This dude, this businessman, Billy McFarlane, got screwed with two killer documentaries on Netflix and Hulu. Oh, and Ja Rule, the guy who had beef with Eminem and is not famous for any other reason except the your hips. Da, da, da. I love him when you look at me, baby. I don't even know who he yeah, is. Yeah, well, he has that one song, but that's not even his part. Like, that's the female singer because she's the best part. But, like, he's in that song. But anyway. Okay, so these motherfuckers tried to basically um, advertise this, like... They didn't try. They were successful in okay. scamming rich-ass kids. So basically what they do, they find Pablo Escobar's, like old privately owned island they're like all right kendall jenner all right bella hadid all right elsa hosk and all you other like victoria's secret supermodels we're gonna get you guys on a yacht and we're gonna film a promotional video okay so they film the promotional video and then they just pay these models like a huge amount of money to just advertise this like three-day music festivals and it's like meant to be sold to like rich millennials who have nothing better to do with two hundred fifty thousand dollars than to buy a cabana. spend it to be a freaking wannabe on an island, on a yacht, chilling with, like, Bella Hadid, who you could never get with if you were, like, not spending all this money for it. Anyway, okay, so, obviously, this is a, like, island in the Bahamas. Like, if you're trying to pull off, like, a bougie music festival, like, that requires planning. And infrastructure okay. and plumbing and food. <laughs> first of all. And security. First of all. And a way of, like, escaping. So the festival was designed to be people sleep in tents on the beach. No, no, no. In villas. It was villas. designed for all these rich people to come in and their luxury villas <laughs> and their luxury cabanas. There was a cruise ship package at one point. There was some housing that you could stay in. <laughs> at least that was all online. Online. Okay, so the video immediately... They, they immediately, first of all, get kicked off the island after selling tickets to the guests because the owner of the island didn't want them advertising it as Pablo Escobar's island. And they did that within the first three seconds of the ad. And they were like, all right, you're out. New island. They're forced onto this tiny island with no sand beaches. It was like gravel and like pavement. And that was the new festival site. And it could hold, I'm pretty sure there were like 3,000 people over capacity, like in living area where they're supposed to be sleeping on the bench instead of these luxury villas they're disaster tents from hurricane maria they sold 10,000 tickets for an island that could hold 1,000 people and 250,000 each and well the tickets changed via price so the minimum price ticket was $12,000 for luxury accommodations a private jet flying into this beautiful gorgeous secluded island which turned out to be a rundown like 757 plane that was about to fall apart that they like rented also, from somebody they're on this tiny island in the bahamas so once these people are here like they're screwed like there's way too many people to be getting them off the island like it was just literally a disaster and it's amazing and this dude also like 
The reason why we are shitting on him so much, this dude made a career of advertising to the type of person that we despise. I'm sorry, like, if you're a listener of this podcast, I I think, like, you could probably acknowledge, like, the douchiness. This man made his living previously selling weighted credit cards. Like, like the appeal was the fact that they were, like, weighted and black to make it look Luxury. like a guy was richer. Like, he advertised it to, like, rich, white, millennial men. Every single person who worked for him was a rich, white, millennial man. There like, was every one single... person. There was one woman who was in the documentary, and she was Asian. And every person Billy McFarlane associates with is a white rich man he literally started a credit card company that sold weighted credit cards and the way he described it he goes oh girls just notice the sound it makes when it hits the table Whew. oh my god so anyways, oh my god man... i want to slap him like the he like ruined people's lives because of this festival like did you hear about that woman at the restaurant who like cooked for all of the people who had no food or water because they were stranded on this island throughout this scam music festival um, that he did just to line his pockets. He hurt so many people in the process. He had hundreds of local uh, uh, Jamaicans working for him, didn't pay them. He worked with a woman who owned a local restaurant. She... uh, No, he didn't. They just showed up at a restaurant because they were desperate for food. No, they were working together. Oh. Well, she was, like, hiring her to, like, be... Oh, like cater. Okay. So this woman he was working with um, a very nice local lady who owned a restaurant kind of near the festival headquarters. Well, he never paid her, and she had workers around the clock working. She decided to pay $50,000 from her own savings to pay these people that Billy McFarland had said, no, I'm not paying you anymore. And this woman went on the line her, she put her own savings on the line for these people. And just there were so many different situations where this guy had screwed people over. He made, he made like, a top um, employee. Like, he literally told him to suck another guy's dick who he owed money to. And that's not a joke. <laughs> he and But this man basically put his reputation on the line, like, to say that he was going to suck this dude's dick because he didn't end up doing it. Because it was, like... This man, like, he was trying to pay him for water. Like, he wasn't giving his guests to the festival, like, access to water at this hot island. Like, they're drinking. Like, oh, my God. Imagine how dehydrated people must have been. Like, they were literally wasted on the beach. You know what I mean? It was insane. Essentially, what happened on the day of the festival is about a third of the guests arrive. And it is a madhouse. They don't have accommodations. They don't have food. They don't have the water properly. It rained in the tents, so everything is soaked. Like, they can't, like, live in the tents. The night before, there was a huge rainstorm that destroyed the tents. Every bed was soaked, soaking wet. And nightfall hits. People are running around. They're scavenging. They're taking... It's like looting. They're looting. They're taking pallets of toilet paper. Everyone's trying to get anything that they can get. It's funny because this is literally, like, a rich millennial... Do you like, know what this is, Becky? This is crazy. It's a real-life black mirror. It's a real-life, like, Instagram, like, yeah. viral video. But, like, it's, like, the dark side of Instagram. Like, we all scroll through our feed, but we're low-key miserable doing it because we're, like, oof. What I find so interesting about the Fire Musical is because it exposes the truth behind our generation. I agree. The need 
for validation from other people, the need for status, the complete lack of ability to be happy with yourself, to be happy with who you are and where you are in the world. Because in the end, these people were literally paying for something phony. Like, okay, so you're paying to lay on a yacht with like all of these supermodels who would never talk to you. Like, that's not for in real life. Like, it's like it isn't. No. And like, yeah, it's so shallow. Like, I just think that I don't know, like. There's a, there's a lot of shallowness going on in 2019. I think it makes us all low-key miserable. I feel like we should – that's why we're talking about it. Like, Yeah, and I, all of our listeners should go watch the Netflix and the Hulu documentary because it is so interesting. I don't think I've ever been so sucked in by a documentary mm-hmm. than this situation because it is such a crazy thing that happened that so many people were going to pay this much money to get this scammed by this guy who has a history yes. of scamming. And this Billy McFarlane dude, the thing is he like wasn't scamming. It was like this was his first scam. Like this Billy McFarlane dude just knows how to advertise to that douchebag that has all been like awakened inside of us by social media. Like that like inner like patch of like narcissism so and like true. vanity that's been like opened up inside our generation by like the fact that we know that people are watching our every move. Like something that like millennials don't deal with. Older generations don't deal with that. The rates of, like, mood disorders and, like, depression are so much higher in our generation because of the fact that we feel like every move is being watched all and judged all the time. And, like, we're constantly not post being at the standards of other people, like, posting on social media. And it's like, okay, if I scroll some th- – I just want to clarify, like, if I see you on your profile, it's solely selfies. You're a fucking narcissist. Like, I don't care how pretty you are. You're boring. Like, if you're if you're trying to, like, get ahead in life by, like – posting all your cute little selfies like okay cool but like where's the substance at like i'm just letting y'all know that like there are some people in this world who look for more than just like a beat face on ig like and that's us so what i think we all really need to do and what i i took away from this documentary is the need for us to do some soul searching as a generation to do some soul searching as people and as individuals and really realize (coughs) that we should be valuing our own personal happiness over the way other people see us i agree i completely agree i think also like if there is someone on instagram that makes you feel like you want to like change either you want to be them or like you want to look like them like unfollow them like that's why i have very mixed feelings about the kardashians i tell people this just because like i love the strong sisterhood i love that they're all like independently functioning businesswomen but i do not like that they make young girls feel like they have to chop and screw their face to meet like the new definition of beautiful because none of them are open about their plastic surgery i don't think i think we all know that they got it i don't think it's not a matter of like oh did they or did they not get it i think it's a matter of I didn't like this part of me, so I paid money to change it. This is not my natural body. Like, I think, like, any woman, like, I don't care. Get plastic surgery. Like, get those butt injections. Get, like, a bigger pair of titties. Like, do whatever you have to do. But it's just, like, girls need to know that this is, like, not natural. And, like, these people are loaded. Like, it's not about whether you're naturally pretty in 2019. It's about your money. Like, honestly, like, Bella Hadid got a nose job. Like, she is not a realistic expectation of beauty. Her especially, I have a problem with just because, like, she's a model. You know what I mean? And she, like, I just feel like that's, like, a very, like, it's, like, a nose job. Like, plenty of people get small cosmetic enhancements. Like, big deal. Like, you're gorgeous. You know what I mean? I just wish that, like, young girls didn't feel so 
oh, I wish I could just change this about my face. We're in the skin we're in. So like true. you gotta love yourself. Mm-hmm. So I have a friend who her name is Olivia Richmond. She also goes by Glamour Puss MD. She's a YouTuber who does sex ed education videos for young women. And she has the best message about doing being and I have to literally FaceTime her in for this because what she has to say is so perfect. So we're really about to FaceTime her in. I love it. I hope this works. It's gonna be really awkward if she's like, bye. Hi! Hello, how are you? Can I introduce you? you to somebody? Hi, I'm Becky. This Hi. is my friend yeah. Becky. I love your guys' podcast. Wait, oh, we're literally you. filming, or we're actually like on live right now, and I Amazing. wanted to bring you on. <laughs> because do you know what we're talking about? So we're discussing the Fire Music Festival, and you had the most amazing explanation on your Instagram story like a week ago about doing, being, and what was the other one? Having. Oh my gosh. Oh, we Can love you it. Explain I'm so that on air for us. Yeah, for yes. sure. So most of us uh, think that the way to happiness and fulfillment is if I have something or if I do something, and then if I haven't do this, then I will be happy. And so most of us live our lives, have, do, and then be, or do, have, and then be. But really, it's the other way around. It's be, do, then have. If you choose to be happy right now in the moment and choose to be excited and be uh, alive and passionate and fulfilled and and, and be all of those things, then all the things that you want will come to you and the doing and the havings will come to you. Poetry so snap. it's not, it's not, you know, if I do these things, then I will be happy. It's about being happy first and then the rest will come. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for that saying that. It's the 2019 yeah. motto right there. It was, you say it so beautifully and I had to have our listeners I love that. It. I love yes, that. Yes, I'm so glad you called. It's about the journey, not the destination, like no tunnel vision. Yes. Yeah, Thank you exactly. for coming on real quickly. I love you. Oh, my goodness. I love you. So we'll talk happy. soon. All right. Give me a shout out. Of course. Okay, everyone. I, like, can't. Like, I'm speechless. Like, that is. She says it perfectly. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I got to give her an Instagram shout out. If you want to follow her on Instagram, it's GlamourPussMD. And she's a YouTuber. She's a med student. She's brilliant. She's amazing. And, yeah, I think that's, like, a great way to end this episode. Oh my God, yes. So 2019, just be happy in the moment. Put that little extra push of energy into making the most out of every day. I really like that she said that. Thanks for listening to The Talk. We'd like to thank our podcast director. Joshi from SoundCloud for our music. The Glossberg Recording Studio. And all of our listeners out there. Till next Sunday.